Welcome back to another episode of Webheads. I'm one of your hosts, DeMarco. And I'm your other host, Steven. And we're the Webheads. Twit, twit, twit. That's the sound of spider webs. <laughs> Let's get started. Like I mentioned before in previous episode, previously on Webheads, I want to talk about Peacemaker real quick. If you guys haven't watched Peacemaker on HBO Max, yes, it's not a Marvel show, but it is a, a great uh, DC show. John Cena is hilarious in that show, <laughs> and all the side characters are fantastic. Yeah. And he has the best sidekick in the world. <laughs> Even the one that, that he does not think is a sidekick. <laughs> Vigilante is one of the best side characters. I I think that uh, Marvel should take a page out of Peacemaker's book. In which way? Cause it, okay, so with Peacemaker, it's, it's definitely in the DCEU, mm-hmm. um, which is DC's... Uh, connected universe for all their movies and shows or most of i don't really know how theirs works but it's their connected universe um but and peacemaker is in there but his whole show is like just all street level issues that they just have him dealing with at one point they try to call in the justice league (laughs) And they they just don't show up, but it's it was just a really good show that you know that like the by the end of the show the consequences of what happened could possibly lead to another movie mm. or like I know they're gonna get a second season of the show. I could easily see some of the things that happened in the show being referenced in some of their other DC stuff. I, I'm really just a fan of it being in the same universe and being street level stuff. And then I guess it's, uh, how do I say this? Cause we've had street level stuff with Marvel. Mm-hmm. If you're including the Netflix stuff, then we for sure have in Hawkeye, which is, which was great too. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just want more, we don't have to have everything street level, but I know that like not all of my stuff has to I don't think that every show that comes out has to deal with the bigger picture of what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Like we have King coming up, maybe Galactus in there, Doctor Doom. I don't need all of my superheroes that we have to <laughs> be tied have. to the that one or two things. Yes. Yeah. So like when the Avengers come back around, I I don't think I don't need Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Daredevil. I mean I want Daredevil in like <laughs> the bigger picture, 
I, yeah, I just don't want all of those characters to be a part of the bigger cosmic universe issues yeah. that we're dealing with. Like maybe if uh, we get a when Fantastic Four rolls around and we get Doctor Doom, then yet like he's a he's an Earth based kind of thing. Don't bring. <laughs> we don't need Luke Cage in space. <laughs> we don't. Just Jessica Jones has no reason being up there. <laughs> fighting Kang or whatever the case is. We have, because there's so much now in the MCU, mm. there's so many opportunities to really have like the the cosmic kind of team. That's it's, And you don't have to block it off saying that this is a cosmic team, this is a, the Earth-based team, this is a Hell's Kitchen team. Just don't force everybody in. I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't feel like they'll do that with some of the street level characters mm-hmm. like i don't think i'm pretty sure they've gone to space jessica jones and luke cage and some and of the street the comics. Yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure they've gone to space or a different dimensions at some point mm-hmm. but i don't think that they're gonna do anything like that to where they're gonna make them worldly like superheroes or anything like that because i feel like what makes them great characters is that they're not out there fighting thanos and doing all this big stuff like mm-hmm. they know that they don't want to do that it's not part of their character to be that big of a hero they want to just be you know that small like sort of family yeah hero yeah i just i I'm, i would just be okay with not with whatever story is happening in some of the shows going forward that it just doesn't it's just a solid show by itself the Netflix shows didn't have the oppor- the actual opportunity to reference any of the MCU stuff, mm. but these ones can, yeah. like the newer ones can. So you can still keep it street level, and then you guys can talk about Thanos or whoever comes up, Loki. I something that bothered me about, and this kind of off topic, but uh, when Kingpin was on Hawkeye. <laughs> And they made him so, like, strong and powerful. And, like, he ripped a car door off of it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, they don't... They they definitely overpowered him. Yeah. For sure. He got shot with an arrow. Like, I mean, I know the Kingpin in the comics is, like, super strong, too. But, like, don't tell me this is the same guy from Daredevil. And then... He's ripping off car doors and stuff. I feel like they're gonna do that some more too. With like, it's weird because the Netflix shows made it seem like, yeah, these are the here, these are the heroes, mm-hmm. but like they they still kind of grounded them in reality while still putting them in the MCU. Yeah. I know people use the term like MCU adjacent because it's like yeah, you you know it's still part of it, mm-hmm. but it still seems so far away. Yeah. But now that they're coming over, like, I feel like now, like, the MCU is sort of embracing, like, the comic booky sort of tone that they have. Yeah. By making Kingpin so strong and, mm-hmm. like, so, like, menacing. And I feel like they're going to make Daredevil more, uh, like, definitely going to be more agile and, like, yeah. doing flips and, like, bouncing off walls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When we finally see them, if they ever bring Iron Fist, I hope they don't. And if they do, I hope they 
make someone else, either <laughs> Danny Rand or just you use a whole new character in general. Yeah, just start over, guys. They should introduce a new Iron Fist in like the Shang Chi like sequel if they do make a sequel or something. Yeah, that I think they. Because right now there, right now there is a, a new Iron Fist in the comics, mm. and so they, I mean they could just go that route. I doubt anybody's really going to care. Like, why'd you replace the white guy? <laughs> no. You guys can put anybody there, literally. <laughs> like, that I'm pretty sure Iron Fist is one character that no one's going to fight. Yeah, and say, uh, he's supposed to be white. <laughs> guys, nobody cares. Um, and I mean Jessica Jones and like Luke Cage, like making them extra comic booky isn't going to be too bad or like too hard either. It's like you really just got to. Luke Cage was already pretty comic booky in his own. Yeah. I mean, besides the budget of the shows. And- I would love to see Luke Cage show up in Blade. See Blade and like, uh, I don't know. You look like somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> you look exactly like somebody else. I fought you before. <laughs> I think I have a feeling that uh, those Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are going to show up in She-Hulk. You think? I know there's a rumor that uh, not Daredevil, but Matt Murdock will show up in uh, She-Hulk as well. That would only make sense. Yeah. yeah. And we we may be getting some other like minor supervillains showing up in She-Hulk. As... I, I, did I... I could have misread this, but I thought I read too that they're planning on bringing Modok in. There's been rumors that he might show up in Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. No, okay, yeah, 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 that's where I. Think and I up. think that I think rumor says that the guy from the second one who was like trying to like who they were buying like uh, all those like machine parts and science mm-hmm. that he was working for like Modok or somebody. But we'll yeah. see. I mean, that would be interesting. Do you think they should have given Shang-Chi a show? I mean, I get the movie first. But do you think he should have a show next? Uh, Would it make sense for him to have a show? Or has that, have know. they already gone too big? I don't. I mean, I feel like they've already gone too big, but I don't really... I don't know too much about his, his stories to know if they warrant a show or if they're... Because I feel like he, he's more... He was an, an an agent of Atlas, right? Or like, yeah. I mean that that could work for him as a show, but like I don't think he's to that point yet. You know, like he just kind of learned, yeah, his powers and you know all this and that. So it's like putting him as like a an agent of this organization would, would just be kind of soon. I feel like you think they'll put her, his sister in the Young Avengers? I don't think so. I think she's getting her own show. Is she? That's what I heard, because I think the director of the movie is developing the show for Disney+. Plus, But I don't know if she's getting her own show or if she's going to be in a show that that related to her. Or, But I, I'm pretty sure they said something about it being like Shang-Chi related. Like the Ten Rings kind of thing. Yeah. I heard my, my boy Howard the Duck coming, though. Oh, yeah, he might be in uh, She-Hulk. Yep. Telling you all, I need his Hellcat to show up, and it's gonna be fucking lit. It's gonna be lit. What was the? I heard another rumor about some movie. Oh, uh, Ironheart. Mm-hmm. You know, she getting her own show. 
Yeah. So they casted Anthony Ramos. And oh, rumor yeah. has it he might be the villain. I heard two rumors that there's going to be two sort of villains. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be Obadiah Stane's son. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, might be a villain. And they're going to go more like that tech bro type of guy. Mm-hmm. And that Anthony Ramos is going to play the hood. And so they're, they may be going like a, a tech slash mystical villain. There's so, uh, there's so much going on now. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. There's almost sometimes I'm just kind of just like, I don't know, like I I kind of like before when it was just like one or two things because mm-hmm. it made me more excited. Where all like, the movies led to that one villain. Yeah, yeah. But now I feel like there's just like so much where I'm just like, all right, just stop with the mystery stuff. You guys are just doing yeah. too much now. <laughs> just tell us what's happening. And- yeah, now they might ha- they might actually have to break it into like, like these are the street level heroes. Yeah. You can't have Easy. all these shows and movies going to one no. one point. Like it's just too much to Yeah, kinda... you might actually have to verbally say these are the the street level heroes that will be <laughs> Yeah. Going the they'll be all of these are leading to this. All of the space that cosmic team, stuff. Yeah, the team the cosmic team is dealing with this. Yeah, you have street level, earth level, and then cosmic. Yeah. And so, yeah, you'll have, like, the Young Avengers or something be, like, the street-level stuff. Yeah. Have a new Avengers team as, like, the Earth stuff. And then you can have, like, a, um, Ultimates, you know, just yeah. be, like, more cosmic. Deal with the Guardians, the Galaxy, and, like, Nova and all that. If you guys couldn't tell by the cover of this story, this week we're doing... Superman versus Spider-Man, part two. Two. Part dos. Numero dos. I don't know any other words for two in any other languages. But um, what happened in the last one? We saw Spider-Man and Superman go up against... Doc Ock and Lex Luthor. Yeah. It was a travel around the world fight. Around the world, around They went to Africa in minutes. then they all went to space uh and they were not prepared for any of that no and um almost died up there and then superman flew down back to earth in a matter of seconds sometimes i wish superman wasn't such a good guy because he he would fix things so much quicker yeah he could have just flew up there himself Mm -hmm. pushed their space station into the sun and no one would have known no one cares. Who who would have known? They're villains that have been trying to take over the whole world and probably could have succeeded had they not had superheroes in their way. You take them up to space, no one knows. Uh, I know we're trying to get into the story, but I just have a quick quick question. <laughs> if supervillains and superheroes were real, yeah, how mad do you think people would be if a superhero just killed a supervillain? Not at all. Okay, we, so here we had parades when <laughs> SEAL Team Six killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah, I'm pretty sure no one's gonna care. Superman okay, so, so hear this, right? <laughs> so Loki shows up, tears apart New York. He lets aliens through the uh, freaking time rift or whatever in in the sky. I'm now in my home watching aliens. A big ass worm, space worm, 
come through this thing. And they're here to kill us. <laughs> they're not here just to fly around and see what it's like. They're here to kill us. If you guys killed Loki at the end of the day, <laughs> guess what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> kill him. Do any of you guys have the power to bring him back to life so you can kill him again? Yeah. Do it. It. I'm not going to look at you any different no. if you kill this person no. for trying to kill me. <laughs> if somebody just came and was like and did like attempted murder and tried to just kill one person does he deserve to die maybe not but you does he deserve tried to go to jail yeah <laughs> he tried to commit mass like genocide mass genocide on the whole world <laughs> go ahead and kill him I give a shit. as a bad person yeah that doesn't need to be walking around so with you us. got lex luther <laughs> up in space you could easily just choke his ass out leave him there I don't know if Lex Luthor is like on the same level. I mean, at that time, probably wasn't at the same level as like a Jeff Bezos. No. But now, I guess if if you were to write that story, I guess you would make him more of a Jeff Bezos. Yeah, character. I mean, they look exactly alike. So I guess you couldn't kill him then, but you can definitely kill Doc Ock. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one's no one's looking for the guy with metal tentacles attached. Yeah, to that's the, the shitty part. In the last story, Doc Ock didn't really even know what was going on. <laughs> He just wanted to get out of jail. <laughs> and, was, and Lex was like, hey, I can get you out. And Lex hopped on his back and they just took off. Doc Ock could have easily died that day. Yeah. He was in way over his head. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm ever going to understand these superheroes having this uh, moral conundrum about killing. Just do it. Yeah. What is, who's going to stop you, really? No one's gonna. But I guess that's the jail. start of it. That's the start of a supervillain. Also, <laughs> <laughs> if if the government can't come in and say, "Hey, you can't just kill people," and you just start killing villains because they started doing bad stuff, I guess. Then it's like, then you at one point know. I mean, but like, you got to know your limit. Like, like you said, if if someone like tried to murder somebody, yeah, and. You know, just ended up like robbing them, like or robbing a bank or something. Yeah. Like, don't murder that person. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Please. But if Doctor, if Saber's Tooth or something walks into like a Walgreens and murders everybody in there, like yeah. take that guy out. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and kill him. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, so many of the superheroes have the power to do it. Yeah, and do it easily, especially Superman. Yeah, do it. Come on, do it. Come on. All it took was to push the satellite to the sun and be like, oh, his computer systems must have malfunctioned. Ooh, <laughs> He's moving towards the sun pretty quick. And then when you just slide down, it's like, oh, I don't know. He self-destructed or something. You didn't yeah. calibrate it right. It's not my fault. I'm not going to question you. I wasn't I, up there. I can't go to space like you do. That's what you say happened. It happened. I don't know, man. But let's get into this. So we're just going to slide right into the story here. So we get right to Spider-Man. He's He, he just caught a bunch of uh, dime store thugs in the middle of a B&E on a construction site. Uh, Radio, we got a B&E over here on the... Uh, over at the, the new construction site on the corner of the 43rd. <laughs> I see uh, Spider-Man swinging up there, uh, webbing people up. So uh, I'm just posted right here and wait till he's done and uh, make the collar myself. Yeah, and then uh, I'll arrest Spider-Man, too. 
<laughs> so he he does make Spider Man does make the stop, but of course the cops when they get there they think that Spider Man uh, he's the issue. He's the one that causes. Idiots. So he takes off, and then we cut to Doctor Doom, thanking the heavens above that Spider Man and the criminals didn't actually find him because he, in fact, is under that construction site in a, a whole building that he built <laughs> under the construction site. Wait, just. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine him walking like full Doctor Doom armor, but yeah. then just like a, a orange safety vest on with a hard hat. <laughs> He's bringing his own supplies. Yeah. <laughs> he hey, did hey, all Chuck. that. He he built it, and then now he's under there, and then he's uh, he's got a robe under. He's got a robe over his normal <laughs> cape and everything, his hood and everything, and he's just down there. He's like. He was sleeping before he heard all, everything going upstairs. <laughs> and then he looks at the cameras and he sees the Spider-Man. He's like, oh, God, please, no. Please, please, please. And then the cops show up and, <laughs> and take everybody away. He's like, oh, thank God. Finally. <laughs> and he just goes right back to sleep. <laughs> Basically, Doom is uh, down there in his own little layer that he set up and he's he's planning his normal world domination on and he's calling it project omega perfect name and so he tells his guards that are down there he's like you see that webhead swing by here again even swing by here i, I don't care if he's across the street and he swings past this place you shoot him <laughs> you <laughs> you kill him i don't want him anywhere near here so after that, uh, Doom goes back to his office and he starts self-loathing. <laughs> he's staring in the mirror and he's he's takes off his mask. He's disgusted by his own face, and that's when <laughs> he says, "When he when he finally starts to rule the world, he's gonna have all mirrors destroyed." <laughs> that's his first act: have all the mirrors destroyed. So. <laughs> He checks in, it, he picks up the phone, he checks in on one of his projects called Project H. And um, Project H is uh, a device that he's using to manipulate the Hulk. And he's brainwashed, or he's manipulating the Hulk's mind somehow to just terrorize everything. And he led him straight to Metropolis, where Superman resides. So Hulk is, yeah, he's heading towards Metropolis. He's tearing apart cities, throwing cars, everything. And then we cut to Peter Parker, and this boy is getting his Mac on right now. <laughs> he's talking to this girl named Cindy, and he asks her out, and she says, yeah, sure, let's do it. There's an Elvis Costello concert tonight. And, well, he's, Spider-Man's like, well, I'm short on cash, so I can't do tonight. But... <laughs> I mean, we can get together later. And then she's like, well, just call me when your mommy gives you your allowance. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, peace out, broke boy. And just walks off. So he's pissed after that. And he runs to the Daily Bugle. And he's hoping to get some kind of scratch from Triple J. And Jonah's just not having it. He's it's like, you've been selling me these pictures of Spider-Man for too long. I need something better than that. So he's like, he's like, you need to go get pictures of the Hulk. So and again, they're in this connected world somehow, <laughs> where Jonah's just watching what's going on in Metropolis, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I, and it makes you think like all this time, if you guys have been living in the same world, 
why has Spider-Man been your biggest, <laughs> your biggest cash cow here? Like Superman's over there flying yeah, places would, in seconds. You would think. I mean, or even the Hulk. Anybody yeah, really? Anybody? Not your neighborhood Spider-Man. So yeah, he's like, you got to go get pictures of Hulk if you really want some money. And then we cut over to Clark Kent, um, or Superman, flying over Metropolis. Um, oh no, sorry, this is Clark Kent himself. And he's flying over Metropolis in a helicopter with Lois and another one of their co-workers. And they all see the destruction that the Hulk is causing. Uh, but for some reason, Clark can't see, he can't see the Hulk anywhere. Even with his, his supervision, he can't see the Hulk from the helicopter. Uh, they head back to the Daily Planet after that. And Mr. Edge, the editor-in-chief, wants Clark on the news desk reporting live about the Hulk situation. But Clark wants to go change into his Superman stuff so he can go get it all figured out. And um, uh, he doesn't have he doesn't have to wait long for that situation to happen uh, because now the Hulk is literally right outside of the Daily Planet. <laughs> and Clark uses that uh, as a way to distract everybody. So he start <laughs> he tries to uh, get everybody out of the office mm. as quickly as possible. So now that they know that the Hulk is down there, he starts using his foot under the table. And because he's so strong and powerful, every time he taps his foot on the ground, it shakes the room. So now everybody thinks that Hulk's coming upstairs <laughs> <laughs> when it's really just Clark is tapping his foot under the desk. <laughs> So he, he's able to get everybody out. He changes into a Superman outfit. And then he quickly flies down the block. And um, he meets up with the Hulk. And he just says, hey, can you please stop? He doesn't fight this guy. He just walks up to him and says, hey, please stop. This is <laughs> and that doesn't go well at all. Hulk, <laughs> Hulk tackles him through a wall. And he's tackles him through a wall and just really starts hammering down on him. Everyone in the city starts to run away when a bus, for some reason, just makes a stop in the middle of all this chaos. <laughs> when it happened, I thought, like, oh, this must still be Iron Man driving this bus. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, with all this stuff going on, why would you still pull the bus up? <laughs> like, get away from all of this. Go back to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a, a bus right, full of people. This is the last stop. <laughs> uh, this is my last stop. <laughs> you don't got to get off, but I will be. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the in the middle of all this chaos, this bus pulls up, and then who do we see hop off the bus? Peter Parker, and he immediately runs into the alley closest to him, and then changes into a Spider-Man suit, and. We cut back over to Superman, and he he punches a Hulk, and um, Hulk just flops to the ground. <laughs> and Superman is confused um, because he didn't really hit him that hard. He was <laughs> he was pulling his punches, but he just falls. Hulk falls to the ground, and then Superman goes to check on him, and so Superman goes to check on him after he just flops to the ground, and um, he kind of resuscitates. <laughs> And Superman asks him, like, like, are you ready to just, like, chill out and stop doing this? And Hulk just looks at him, punches him square in the face, and <laughs> Superman goes flying, like, half a mile down the road. <laughs> through buildings and everything. 
So, <laughs> so we see after Superman's halfway across town now, uh, we cut back to the Hulk and we find out that um, the Hulk has been running through this whole city because he's hearing this noise in his in his head uh, that's just bothering the hell out of him. And, <laughs> and he's been following, as he's been walking and destroying everything, the noise is getting louder and louder. So he knows that he's getting closer to the source of it. <laughs> and then <laughs> right where he's standing is, of course, the loudest it's been. And he realizes the sound is coming under, mm. from under him in the sewers. And then out of nowhere, Spider-Man pops up and in front of the Hulk. And he scares the shit out of the Hulk. <laughs> like, he literally just pops in out of nowhere and the Hulk freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before either one of them can do anything, though, uh, Superman shows back up and he's ready to go. He w- He's not happy about being punched like that. <laughs> Sorry, the Hulk just starts throwing hands. But now Superman's pissed, so all the punches are just bouncing off of Superman. See, that's the thing I don't like about Superman. It's like, all of a sudden, now he's invulnerable. Yeah, now you want to put up a fight. Yeah. Like, you could have just not let him do this. Like, he tries to, like, the fact that he just, like, is so passive, and he's just like, yeah, like, I'll let you get some punches in, like, calm yourself down, and then we'll talk. But then, like, when no one wants to talk, then he's just like, all right, I'm just not going to let you punch me anymore. And it's like... Just punching like a steel wall. Yeah, if you're gonna be the man of steel, be the man of steel all the yeah. time. You could end these fights. Like you destroyed a half a mile's worth of buildings <laughs> getting punched through it because you didn't want to fight. You know what this man can do. <laughs> like put him in an arm lock, fly him somewhere else. Yeah. You guys have a good old fight. And then just be done with it. You're strong as hell. You can lift him. Take him up somewhere. Yeah, you literally lifted a planet. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't even understand how that works. (laughs) How do you lift a planet? Uh, That makes no sense to me, but you did it. (laughs) But that shows me that you could have ended this 15 minutes ago. (laughs) So, so, yeah, Hulk's been punching him, and all of his punches are just bouncing off of him. And then while the Hulk is punching him, uh, Superman can hear a noise coming from near the Hulk. And he sees that um, an earpiece has been attached to the Hulk that's uh, been emitting that loud noise to him this whole time. He has an earpiece in and then there's like this little thing like fluttering near it that's been making the noise. So it's been kind of leading him Uh. to that area. So, yeah, that's been causing him to lose his shit this whole time. Superman takes the little flying thing, he crushes it, and then Hulk just relaxes all of a sudden and then turns back into Bruce Banner (laughs) and then Superman just sends him on his way and just flies off (laughs) he says hey all right we should be good here and (laughs) just flies off Spider-Man uh immediately he's like well I'm not gonna get in the middle of this and cause another fight so he runs back into an alley, changes back into his <laughs> into a civvies, gets uh, dressed, and then everyone thinks things are good, but uh, surprise, surprise, it's not. Uh, I know we're just in the beginning of this, but yeah. at this point, does um, do they acknowledge that like they've met before, Superman, Spider Man? Yeah, so it's not they don't go into like a whole thing when when Spider Man showed up and then Superman came back. 
from getting punched through the buildings. Uh, they quickly just acknowledge each other real quick. And then Superman just gets back into the business. Mm. And then he flies off and then they don't say anything. But later on in the story, they do. So, um, yeah, surprise, surprise, it's not all good. We cut to a man named the Parasite, who is a Superman uh, villain. Yeah, we see the Parasite uh, crawl out of a crack in the ground that the Hulk caused. And he's very close to dying unless he gets um, some more energy from someone close. Uh, His whole thing is that he's able to uh, sap energy from uh, basically super beings. uh, But really, he'll take it from anywhere that he can get it at this point. Because he's he's dying. Uh, So with Parasite being stuck underground, after Superman originally locked him away, they put him in this basically this this cell underground in that area because they didn't <laughs> the prison didn't have a, a cell strong enough to to hold him and they had <laughs> they had to build one so he's in this uh makeshift cell under the ground makes me wonder where they kept him while they built it because if they didn't have anything to keep him yeah well clearly it wasn't great because all they had was one earthquake and he got out so <laughs> and <laughs> So while uh, Parasite was in his little makeshift cell, uh, Dr. Doom was sending him mind messages and explained the whole Hulk situation to him and how he could get out. Word for word, exactly how Doom said it was going to happen, it happened. Uh, the whole accident that Hulk caused uh, caused the machine that was giving Parasite his power to go out, and that's why now he's searching for anyone to take energy from. Uh, he expected Superman to still be there when he got out so he could sap his energy, but it's he's not there. Nobody's there. Except for, um, luckily for him, uh, Peter Parker just standing there in his clothes, his regular clothes, uh, just looking at the mess, and then Parasite instantly starts sapping his energy from afar. But Peter starts feeling lightheaded, and then he ends up passing out. And then we see uh, Jimmy Olsen from the Daily Planet comes to help him out, and get him to a safer place and then they just spend the rest of the day kicking it they're in new york right metropolis why is peter in metropolis because j jonah jameson sent him there to get pictures of the whole uh, and the whole kid just there because doom is there uh doom's still in new york but doom implanted that uh that earpiece on him with the mm-hmm. little bug and led him specifically to that area so he would cause the destruction, which would then lead the parasite to get out of oh. his cell. That's a whole lot of work just to get some. You're Doctor Doom. You yeah. Built, you built a whole building under <laughs> another building. Like, <laughs> you built a, a building under a construction site that is currently being worked on, that nobody knew that you did, and, and you, you can't have, get this man out. And you have diplomatic immunity, so. You but should. only, only if he's on the embassy grounds. Mm. And that's going to come up later. <laughs> that's the only place he's safe. So, <laughs> so yeah, now Peter is, uh, he passes out. Jimmy help, Jimmy Olsen helps him up. Once he's okay, they start kicking it for the rest of the day. Jimmy's taking him all around Metropolis to show him around. And Jimmy ends up taking him to the Daily Planet uh, to meet all the crew up there. And then uh, Peter ends up selling some of his pictures to the Daily Planet. Later on that day, we see Superman, and he knows that only two men in the world 
could have set this all up. And Lex Luthor is still in jail from the last story. <laughs> the only other person that he knows that could have done it is Doctor Doom. <laughs> so he immediately flies to the Latverian embassy for a Superman that's second. So he goes there and he tries to confront Doom. <laughs> and he tells Doom, hey, I know you cause all these issues in Metropolis. And then Doom just avoids the subject while he's talking to him. And he just <laughs> he makes Superman feel like crap for saying that the whole world could be a... He says to Superman, the whole world could be a better place without poverty if Superman just uses powers to enforce, to enforce his will. <laughs> if Superman would just enforce his will, then like the world wouldn't be living the way that it is. <laughs> so now Superman just feels like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so with Superman feeling like a dick... Uh, Doom shoots him with a hidden gun that he had. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a gun. It's like a it's a kryptonite shooting gun. <laughs> so now Superman just sitting there like, damn, maybe he's right. <laughs> and then he shoots him with the kryptonite gun. <laughs> but Superman being Superman, he ends up breaking free of the hold that the kryptonite had on him. He takes the, the kryptonite gun and then just chucks it. He, he shoots out of the building, chucks the gun into the sun, and then <laughs> right when he comes back, right before he hits Doom, Doctor Doom says, "Nah, buddy, I'm on Latvian soil right now. <laughs> I'll have you arrested if you touch me." And then Superman just goes home. <laughs> so we cut over to the parasite, and um, the parasite comes out and says, "The parasite is now at. He was at Doom's." latvian embassy at this point Mm -hmm. i don't they don't ever say how he got there so quickly but he's there (laughs) and he comes out after superman leaves and he's like you should have let me fight him and doom's like shut up he's like he would have beat your ass in a second (laughs) that was the end of their conversation (laughs) like i imagine it like like your ex boyfriend comes over to your house and you guys have like a talk yeah. and you're just like, you're you weak as shit, you're trash, <laughs> leave my property and then like you go back inside and your new boyfriend is like, I should have went out there with that. I'm like, shut up, you weak too. You <laughs> <laughs> just as weak. <laughs> I would have beat both of you guys. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. So, so the next day, uh, Clark is still in New York because he wants to stay close, and he goes over to the Daily Bugle looking for f- some freelance work from uh, J. Jonah Jameson, and Jonah's more than happy to let this happen, and the reason he wants... So this was fucked up. This is why Superman is horrible. The reason he wants to work there is because he knows that Doom and the Parasite are going to be looking to attack people that are close to Superman, including Clark and Lois. So he wants to be as far away from Lois and his friends as possible. (laughs) So it's basically just let me get away from my friends so they don't die. And I'd rather this whole building, this whole new building that I'm working at, just crash and burn. You guys will be all right, right? Instead of my friends. (laughs) You guys have plot armor. (laughs) So over the next week, Superman has to balance saving the world around him 
working on a plan to stop Doom and Parasite and then being the new reporter at the Daily Bugle. (laughs) And then fed up with not making any headway with Doom, he just flies to Latveria to try to find some clues over there. And then (laughs) they were already prepared for him to show up over there. So they end up, when he gets through there, when he gets over there, um, they have like this particle gun, this particle beam gun that they shoot him with. And then we don't hear anything about what happens with that gun after he gets shot. But he doesn't know. It's like a, there's no feeling to be shot with it. They just shoot him with it and let him keep doing his thing. Since when was... When when you said you're looking for clues, I'm mm-hmm. just like, what are you what are you looking for exactly? Like you fly to uh, this little country, like where do you start? Hey, I know that you caused all of this destruction in my town. I know you did it. I, you don't know I did anything. <laughs> okay, and you leave, and then I know he did something. Let me go check his home country. <laughs> what are you checking for? <laughs> what? You think he left his plans out of the, like right in front of his front door? You think he just tell all of his citizens like the plan that yeah. I will be gone for the time <laughs> being. I have this plan where I plan to get the Hulk to release another villain. Uh, Superman may be involved. Don't tell him anything. Don't tell him anything. If he does <laughs> come here, shoot him with the particle beam. <laughs> You've all received your your particle particle beam gun <laughs> sent to your homes. Uh, if you do see this man, please shoot him. If you look under the doormat, your particle beam guns are there. <laughs> if you see a man in a in a red cape, please shoot him. And the, <laughs> the first person to shoot him will be rewarded. <laughs> free rent for one month. Free rent. Free rent, and I will not take your daughters from you. <laughs> but only to the first family. Anybody, any second shots or further? You're, you're, it's like Buzz Lightyear's laser thing. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so, so, yeah, fed up with not making any headway with Doom. He just flies to Latveria to get the clues. He shot with the particle beam. He finds absolutely nothing. And he just heads back to New York. So the guy thinks he's Batman. Just. Yeah. Finds matched. You're not even boxes. a detective of any kind. Yeah. <laughs> what are you searching for? <laughs> so uh, Parasite is now getting fed up with Doom, and he wants to just get. Let's get to it. Let's kill Superman already. And Doom says, "Hey, you got to chill out. Come check this out." <laughs> so <laughs> he takes Parasite into the next room, and the Hulk is locked in a glass tube, and there's an empty one next to Hulk. And Doom says, "I'm saving that one." That empty one for somebody special. And that was it. <laughs> we cut over to Peter, and he's busy getting bullied in the Daily Planet <laughs> by some guy named Steve. And he just <laughs> he just gets bullied and then he just leaves and goes home. <laughs> and then when he gets back to his That's uh Peter Parker's life. Yeah. When he gets back to his hotel, he's like, I'm just gonna go out swinging, try to save some police officers. He ends up saving some police officer from falling off of a building. But then other cops see that and then think that he pushed the cop off the building. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now Peter Parker, or now Spider-Man's on the run. My partner just fell from the building. <laughs> Only logical explanation is that he was pushed off. Is that Spider-Man? He did it. 
So yeah, now he's he's on the run again. He swings over to a construction site, and his spider senses start going crazy. Uh, just like in the, sorry, I didn't mention that at the beginning of the story, but uh, when he found those uh, goons doing the B and E on the construction site, mm. uh, he only went over there in the first place because the spider senses were tingling. Mm. So now again, he's near a construction site, a different construction site. And the spider sense is going crazy again. I just thought like, his spider sense only goes off when he and he's in danger. <laughs> what about the first time? There's no danger. Well, Doom was right under there. It wasn't the immediate danger. <laughs> <laughs> it's danger nonetheless, all right? <laughs> so uh, now Peter's just, or Spider-Man's snooping around the construction site. And then he ends up finding that there's a secret layer underground. Of this construction site. Different one completely than the first one. After doing some more snooping, he sees a bunch of goons laid out on the floor. And then he turns around a corner and he sees Wonder Woman in there just beating ass of all the goons. <laughs> There's a whole gang of goons in there and they're all getting their asses beat by Wonder Woman. And then <laughs> Doom is watching the two, of, uh, the two of them, Wonder Woman and Spider-Man. And they're standing in what he is calling... Uh, the Omega Complex layer, and he, this is all working towards his plan. <laughs> and then on the loudspeaker in the layer, he says, "Hey, Spider Man, um, that that's your target. Go over there and kill her." <laughs> Knowing that she's gonna now think that Spider Man's working for Doom, and she falls for it, so she starts trying <laughs> to to kill Spider Man here, and he's dodging spider-man is now dodging chunks of metal being thrown at him (laughs) and then when she gets tired of this whole fight she brings out the lasso of truth and she's like if you're not gonna tell me why you're here i'm gonna force you to tell me so she brings out the lasso and he's like i'm trying to tell you that i'm on your team and he's like but i'm not gonna let you put that lasso around me (laughs) So he's just, he's bouncing all across the room, trying to get away from her. Then out of nowhere, the lights just go out. Spider-Man gets to the roof, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> he turns into a creep. <laughs> and <laughs> he just like, he the lights are out, it's dark as hell in there. He goes up to the roof, and then he slowly just like webs down and hangs like right behind her. <laughs> and then he just says, hey. He's like, creeps up behind her. He's like, hey. And then she freaks out. She turns around. He's like, if I wanted to hurt you, I would have done it right now. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then she just stops trying to fight him. That's kind of badass, though. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it it was creepy. But I think it's only creepy because she's a woman. (laughs) And you probably shouldn't creep behind women. I wanted to hurt you. I do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, American Psycho. (laughs) So she's, yeah, she chills out. She's like, okay, cool. That makes sense. But uh, their little buddy buddy friendship doesn't last too long uh, because more, more of Doom's goons hop in and they start shooting at Wonder Woman. Uh, the lights come back on, and they, they drag her away. Um, Spider-Man tries to save her, but he can't get to her fast enough because they're shooting at him now, too. So he's like, well, screw it. I'm out of here. And he, <laughs> he just goes back to the entry point that he came in in the what? first place. 
So <laughs> they uh, when they get Wonder Woman out of the the lair, they put her in like this bullet train kind of thing. To uh, <laughs> which we can only assume that the bullet train is leading to the Latvian embassy. Uh, but what the goons don't realize is that Spidey has been hanging on to the back of that bullet train this whole time. <laughs> so when they get back to the embassy, they try to take uh, Wonder Woman to the glass case next to the Hulk. And Parasite, Parasite says, no, give her to me. I like I can handle this. He kills, <laughs> he kills the guards. And then Doom comes out and he's like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> like those, those are our guards here. <laughs> Like, what the hell are you doing? And Parasite's like, like, I'm a man. <laughs> I have, he, this is, these are his words. He's like, I'm a man. I have needs. She's mine. So at that what point, I have no idea where this is going. What does that mean? <laughs> but it, it, it also doesn't make sense because due to his informities or deformities that he has, mm-hmm. he, he has nothing going on anywhere. So all he's able to do is just set, like, sap her power away from her. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it got really weird there. And Doom says, all right, here, listen. This is my plan. I have all these Omega sites in every major city around the world. Very soon, every one of those stations is going to start to emit radiation into the Earth's core which is going to turn all of Earth's fossil fuels into sand, which would mean coal, gas, oil, kerosene, all of that stuff is going to be turned into sand for some reason. <laughs> right? And then quickly after that, it's going to destroy all the atomic fuels, which is basically just like nuclear, nuclear plants. Right? So now nobody has any of these fuels. They don't have any power. What is that going to lead to? So this is uh, his plan is that uh, this is going to cause cities around the world to start going dark, cold. Uh, weapons and vehicles are all of a sudden going to be rendered useless at this point. And he's doing all of this so that he can offer the world his own energy. <laughs> That is going to be provided by his own fusion reactor that he built. It's not the worst idea. No. Actually kind of sounds kind of good <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't have any oil or pollution. But, like, the thing is, like, you have to... That's a lot of money that you spent to build all of those things. Yeah. And without a commitment from a lot of people, <laughs> that's a lot of money that you're spending on just... <laughs> Hoping that everything goes the way that you want it to go. <laughs> so that's his plan. Uh, Spider-Man creeps his way out of Doom's place. Uh, where he's finally met by Superman. They start talking, chatting it up about last time they met. And then they both explain what they know about the whole situation to each other. And Superman says, hey, I gotta go this alone, buddy. This isn't a fight for Spider-Man. <laughs> and then he just flies away. And then in, Spider- in Spider-Man realizing... Doom wants this exact scenario to happen where Spider-Man or Superman goes in alone. He's like, nah. He hops in the uh, the lair and he's like, I gotta help my guy out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see uh, Superman walking in to Doom's lair and he finds Doom and Parasite in the middle of talking 
And uh, they're like, all right, well, this is it. They rush towards him. <laughs> he ends up pinning the parasite behind a large thing of metal. Like, he just does a big <laughs> chunk of metal in a parasite. And it traps him between the metal and the wall. So <laughs> he can't do anything. And <laughs> for some reason, the metal is stopping him from being able to sap energy from anything. <laughs> so Superman walks over. Uh, he Doom's goons start coming out at him. And they don't do anything against Superman. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just, that was a bad plan on their part <laughs> and <laughs> superman at one point when the goons are running towards him he literally blows air at them <laughs> and just they go crashing into walls <laughs> doom sends out a robot that's made of metal stronger than uh adamantium and it's powered by doom's fusion reactor that he's supposed to be powering the whole world with and um parasite finally breaks free from that metal that he was crushed in between but <laughs> He immediately catches feet to the face when Spider-Man comes in and just clocks him in the head. (laughs) (laughs) But that was dumb on Spider-Man's part because Parasite was able to sap. Anytime he's hit with anything, he's able to absorb that energy. Mm. So because he kicked him in the face, he was able to absorb that energy from Spider-Man. And he's also able to steal their powers as well. So... (laughs) Uh, every time they touch, he's able to take a little bit more and more. So now, low on energy, Spider-Man jumps over to help Superman with the robot. And he gives Superman just enough time to blast the robot away with uh, just one last punch. And the robot's down. Superman heads towards Doom. And Doom's got <laughs> he's got some tricks under his little cape there. <laughs> and he flips the switch. And then all of a sudden, Superman's whole suit turns into kryptonite. And you remember that particle blast that he got hit with? <laughs> That's what that was for. (laughs) And it it took, yeah, Doom had this whole thing just planned out to a T. There's so much work. Yeah, it really is. So much work and so much money. Yeah. Just to have people buy your energy. That's a lot. lot. And again, you're doing this all in the hopes that people are just going to say, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's, Superman's no good at this point. Parasite ends up finding Spider-Man and sneaking up behind him. And he saps whatever little energy Super, or Spider-Man actually had left. Later, Spider-Man wakes up chained to a wall. <laughs> and uh, he's in shackles that uh, are way stronger than steel. So he can't break himself free because he doesn't have enough energy. <laughs> but his power is slowly coming back. Uh, and doom made a vest for parasite that will help him because he can parasite can steal the energy from people but he can't keep it so it's Mm. he takes the energy but it starts to wane away after a while so doom built him a vest that will um, contain all the power that he saps so he won't ever have to replenish it again what parasite doesn't know is that doom is planning to overload the vest with power (laughs) From Wonder Woman, uh, from, sorry, from Wonder Woman, Hulk, and Superman, which would essentially kill Parasite. Uh, Spider-Man is trying to turn... Oh, so <laughs> Spider-Man sees Superman laying on, like, basically a gurney because he's rendered useless with the <laughs> kryptonite suit. But it, <laughs> it all looks like dust 
that's just like surrounding Superman's body. So Spider-Man is trying to get the dust of kryptonite from like oh what get it away from Superman. And so he just starts shooting his webs. <laughs> so yeah, he just starts shooting these webs and the webs are like knock they're actually knocking the kryptonite dust away from Superman. So we see uh Parasite still has some Spidey's powers. So now Parasite has the the spider senses. <laughs> so <laughs> So Doom is Doom pretty much made a like a suicide vest for <laughs> basically, yeah. But he still doesn't know it yet. So da, da, da. So yeah, Parasite still has some of Spider-Man's powers. And then as he's putting on the vest, his Parasite tingle just starts going crazy. And then Doom's like, put on the vest. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are you taking so long to put on the put vest? Put on this nice vest I made you. I, yeah. made, I spent so much time. Look at all the wires I made you cables. this nice vest to help you, remember? And look, it has this nice little charge-up beam. And when it gets to the... <laughs> the end it has a nice little explosion that means it's looking great on you yeah that that red light that's gonna go off that's that's for you man i put that on there our close friendship and our bond i made you the sweater (laughs) so (laughs) doom's like really getting really pissed here (laughs) and (laughs) and parasite's like no there's something's not right here (laughs) so he he punches doom into the control panel and then that's when Superman and Spider-Man run into the room, and there, Spider-Man was able to save him with the the webs knocking the dust off. So I guess that worked out. As, <laughs> but once Spider-Man and Superman get into the room, Doom's like, "Not, nah, I'm out of here." He le- he leaves his lair and just runs off. <laughs> so <laughs> he left Parasite to just fend for himself. <laughs> so Superman catches up to him, but. Um, when he catches Doom, all he takes from Doom is the his his metal glove. That's all he takes from him. And then he just uh, whatever, go ahead, run. I don't care. So all he took was the glove. And then we find out that he took the glove because Doom's armor uh, was impervious to Parasite's powers. So Superman runs over, punches the shit out of Parasite. <laughs> he goes flying into the. Uh, the reactor, and the same reactor that just had a body blow through it, uh, Superman flies into the reactor after and then tries to stop the reactor from blowing up. Because you just had a body. You just punched somebody through the reactor. <laughs> and now Superman has to fly into the reactor and try to keep it from blowing up. Now, So, yeah, so Superman flies into the reactor to try to stop it, and he tells Spider-Man, hey, I know you're smart. You need to do your thing. <laughs> Fix that panel that, <laughs> that Doom just flew through, uh, which is practically impossible at this point because Superman or Spider-Man doesn't. He's just barely getting his power back. And he didn't build this computer. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, you know, computers and shit. Fix this. Fix this now. You so, sound like a nerd. <laughs> so <laughs> we cut to, to Doom hopping in his rocket ship. And he's ready to head to the moon, uh, but the only problem is that before the fight, Spider-Man webbed up his controls in the ship, <laughs> so so he can't start it. <laughs> but uh, right after that, Spider-Man finally figures out the, how the control panel, and then he saves the reactor from going off. Superman comes out of the uh, reactor, 
And then he's like, I got to go get Doom. So he <laughs> starts chasing Doom, who is now sprinting down the street. <laughs> <laughs> this man is a, in his metal suit, <laughs> sprinting down the street, heading towards his embassy, <laughs> where, <laughs> where he can't be touched. And he just barely makes it. And Superman decides uh, that he's... All right, whatever. You made it back. I call bullshit. <laughs> Superman can fly super fast. Yeah. They flew from New York to some country in Africa. Yeah. In like two minutes. Yeah. And you're telling me he can't get from a hidden layer. I'm, what I'm telling you is doing with booking it. <laughs> that man had the speed on. <laughs> so he, he ends up making it onto the, uh, the embassy grounds. And Superman's like, well, whatever. I can't do anything. So he goes back to the Omega Complex, and he just dismantles everything. He frees the Hulk. He frees Wonder Woman. And that was pretty much it. The next day, Clark goes back uh, to his job at the Daily Planet. Peter comes back to New York at the and goes to work at the Daily Bugle. And that's the end. That one was more fun than mine. Than the, the Batman uh, Hulk one? Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot more fun. Yeah. The... This one just had a lot more just cooler villains. Mm-hmm. You know, Superman and Spider-Man doing their thing. Yeah, I was even surprised when I was reading it. And then I turned the page and I saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, Wonder Woman's in it, Hulk. Yeah, and they weren't, they didn't do like a, because with 80 pages of it, you can force these characters to stay into these when they don't need to be there. Yeah. But you know, Hulk was there for... He was like five or six pages, and then he wasn't really like a, a main part of the story. Same with Wonder Woman. I liked it. Yeah, this one, yeah, definitely seemed like they fleshed out the idea. Yeah. And they actually came up with a story. Mm-hmm. So, I would give this <clears throat> a stamp of approval. Yes! Actually, you know what? That was a small explosion. There we go. I, you know what? I'm going to give it one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the total is right now, but but I liked it. I uh, We still have some more crossovers to, to go through throughout the show. Uh, probably a few. I might be one or two more this year, but this one was good. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Thanks for sticking around. I know that I don't know if people are coming here just because it's Marvel stuff or, or what, but... Or if you enjoy our company. But thank you. Thank you. Either way. We appreciate you. So much. From the bottom of our hearts to the tops of our heads, we appreciate you so much. It's only like a foot and a half. We're not that tall. It's 12 inches. (laughs) 16 inches. All right, guys. This has been a fun one. We'll hear from you. You guys will hear from us next week. Peace out. Bye.